Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Latinas, Latinas Unfiltered. Unfiltered. We talk a little bit about anything and everything. Sin filtro. So this is kind of, I guess, season two. Yeah. So welcome to season two, guys. Thank of you. Latinas Unfiltered. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. We took a little break, mm-hmm. you know, due to life events, but we're back and we're excited to kickstart season two. Yeah. So we're going to, we decided like after a few episodes after every few episodes we'll go ahead and just take a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. and then come back and i guess the format of the podcast now is we're going to be doing it in like seasons yeah yeah because everybody needs a little bit of break sometimes yeah it's much needed you know because in making a podcast and making a lot of episodes it is kind of difficult right Mm -hmm. i would think yeah but we're excited this season it will be filled with guests and like much different like different just different topics yeah we have a lot coming this season we have a lot planned so definitely stick around for that so without further ado what are we doing this episode we're gonna do things that we've learned in our 20s so far so far right because you're like we still got a couple i mean i got a couple years left Mm -hmm. and you're like you're like like in I'm early twenties. I'm in my early twenties. <laughs> would you say you're more in your mid twenties? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I, I think I'm like my late twenties when I hit twenty seven. So and you're twenty five, twenty six. You're twenty six. Twenty six. <gasps> I thought you were twenty five. But you know what? Time. I don't feel old, so I'm good. That's good. I'm good. It's good. Like I know it's people good to feel are young. Yeah. Feel, I, I mean, you care. are young, but I you am. Know what I mean. mean, I feel like looking back when I'm forty, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I thought I was old at twenty six. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. <laughs> I definitely did feel like that. I was like 20 and I was like, oh my God, I feel so old. Yeah. You know, it's funny because at your age, I felt older than what I do now. Right? When I was like, you're 23. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I was 23, I was telling my mom like, oh my God, mom, like, I feel so fucking old. Like, how did the time go by so fast already? You see, that's so funny because that's how I felt when it was like 20, 21. Now, like at 23, I, I feel like I'm so young still. Yeah. I think so it's funny how that works. Yeah, I think like my coming of age story, you know, like in the movies where it's like a coming of age mm-hmm. and like you feel like you are who you're supposed to be. That's how I feel now. Like oh, at 25, okay, okay. 26 was the, was the age where I felt like myself. Mm. Like I no longer like you like, like I came grown into, into yourself. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So if it just feels good, I don't feel. I mean, obviously, I'm still working through some stuff, but mm-hmm. who isn't? Right, everyone is but at it, some point. I just feel much better than less insecure, I guess. Okay, about okay. myself. That's good. But we love to hear that. Yes. So what is? I guess it started off with yeah. Okay. Since you are more into your twenties than I am, you've had a little <laughs> more experience. And- <laughs> okay, so the first one that I've learned is that there's no need to be around the bush. If something someone did is bothering you, confront it and ask, even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah, because when I was younger, I would feel like, you know, the people pleaser in me Mm -hmm. would stop me from confronting people about something that's bothering me. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want to talk about it to them because I would feel like it would totally, even though I was suffering or it was bothering me, I didn't want to bother the other person. So, um, so now I just keep it in and it's like, yeah so now I kind of just feel like we should just talk about it or just bring it up mm-hmm. I don't know I think that's a good way to think about it because yeah there's no point in like causing unnecessary like awkwardness if like something's off you might as well just bring it up and get it out of the way because what you're gonna like keep hanging out or like keep talking to this person and then you're like feeling some type of way and chances are they're probably feeling the same tension too yeah and it's like none of you guys are saying anything and then you're just there and it's just like awkward yeah and then like eventually when you do talk about it, it's kind of like why don't we just bring this up sooner yeah either you're gonna resolve the issue or you're not and then that's fine 
Right. And that's how you kind of see who your true friends are. Mm-hmm. Because friends, like true friends, will want to talk to you about it and kind of like they will worry that that something's bothering you. And right. they would want to talk about it mm-hmm. and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So you're okay. So have you like had any situation where you felt like you had to talk? You you had to be the one to bring it up first. Honestly, I don't know. I think when I was younger, I was definitely the type of person to just not bring anything up Mm -hmm. but then i would start acting weird like i would ignore you like straight up give you the cold shoulder when you like walked by me and then i made it very obvious that i was upset but at the same time i didn't want to talk about it so it was kind of like i didn't even know what i wanted Mm -hmm. like i wanted you to come up to me and be like oh what's wrong but then you would and i'd be like you push them i don't want to talk about it yeah so it was kind of like I didn't even know what I wanted. That was kind of like your way of communicating, right? Pretty much. Like, I made it obvious that I was upset, but at the same time, I'm not going to tell you what's wrong with me. Because I feel, at least back then, I felt like, well, if you really knew me or you really cared about me, like, you should know what's up. You should know what's wrong with me. I would, I shouldn't have to tell you, but not thinking of it now, it's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, people aren't mind readers. Exactly. People <laughs> can't know how you're feeling just because you're ignoring them. Like, you have to tell them. You have to, yeah. But I... It really just depends on the situation for me because I'm also very, like, non-confrontational mm-hmm. and I try to avoid confrontation at all costs. No, same. I uh, Confrontations make me super uncomfortable. Like, it's super out of, out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But, man, sometimes you, you got to be, you got to toughen up and do it. I guess, like, in my situations, I've had to because sometimes people aren't willing to open up. They're not willing to do therapy. They're not willing to do anything for themselves. Mm-hmm. And for your own sake for your own like mental and emotional health you will have to be the one to just let it out do you have you had like a situation you've brought up issues yeah to somebody because you're like we just need to fix this now yeah there's been like i'm not gonna go into like details but Mm -hmm. yeah there's been situations like with my family my close family that because i know that there's been a lot of damage done in the relationship and the only way to fix it and for it to be good between us because we're going to see each other pretty much forever like if it's family and you're going to yeah. see each other in reunions like you might as well keep it fucking cool because mm-hmm. you're going to be there for the rest of my life and i want you in my life so i'm gonna go up to you and see what's up like what's mm-hmm. the problem between us we got to figure it out and so. then how how was that like were you guys able to resolve the issue or was it yes. more like it, it okay. took a lot of time mm-hmm. and work, you know, to build the trust and, you know, get to know each other again. But eventually, like everything's much better now than they, it was before. And mm. uh, honestly, therapy helped me through that because without therapy, I don't think I would have been able to like go out there and just like, like communicate. Yeah, effectively. communicate effectively mm. without me like feeling guilty about it i see i'm trying to get to that point i i need to do therapy but honestly i haven't i haven't gotten around to it i'm gonna do it eventually yeah but i think yeah i'm learning now just by myself how to communicate effectively because i think um i used to like when i was upset i used to like try to fix things when i was like in an emotional state either i was like upset or i was angry and that obviously doesn't work because when you're like trying to fix something with someone but you're like feeling so emotional you don't like the things i say i didn't really mean or i didn't know how to like communicate effectively so i'm now just trying to learn how to like if i'm gonna try to like work something out i'm gonna try to just wait until i'm calm and i've thought about Mm -hmm. things instead of just coming out and blurting them out and like saying things 
Because that's when people's feelings get hurt, or right. that's when they like, you, you know what I mean? That's when I just make really the situation mean. worse. Yeah, exactly. And so I've had situations like with my sister that I kind of just, I'm like, you know what? This isn't working out. Like, I'm getting upset. I'm just going to not talk to you. I'll like, and not in the sense of like, I'm just going to ignore the situation. It's like, no, I'm just going to wait until I'm like, I feel like, okay, now I can like say something. And then, like, we can figure it out. And, I mean, it's been working. And also, I've just tried not to get as upset anymore. Like, I just... Cause Over, I, like, the small things. Yeah. Okay. And also, I, I don't let things get to me as much. Especially, like, with siblings. I mean, you're bound to say a bunch of stuff. And you just, like, hurt each other's feelings. Don't get me wrong. Some things have hurt me, like, a lot. And I, I can forgive, but not forget. Like, I very much remember the things that like are said to me but i'm just like you know what i, I choose to move forward because right. at the end of the day like yeah we're sisters and yeah and it is also for your own self like exactly my own. own peace of mind yeah yeah okay. anyway am i gonna be holding on to grudges if it's just gonna make me miserable right because the other person has no idea what you're going through exactly and they probably don't even know that like i'm still upset meanwhile i'm over there in my room all like nobody talked to me because i'm angry and like nobody has any idea why right okay yeah so you've like you feel like you've come a long way since like high school communication yeah for sure (laughs) yeah i used to like when i would get upset and i (laughs) shout out to um my friend ari but I was very weird in high school. I used to get upset over the smallest things. And sometimes I would just pretend to be mad at her. And I would just ignore her all day. And she'd be like, what's wrong? Like, Why are you ignoring me? And for some reason, I would just ignore her. Like you had no reason to be mad at her? Not like, really. Were you even mad at her? I don't think so. I would just do it because I was like, oh my God. Like, it's kind of funny how she gets like upset. And she oh doesn't God. know what's wrong with me. Yeah, yeah that I, that was, is, I was I was mean. mean. And I told her, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was like, I definitely had issues. Because oh, I don't know apologize? what was wrong with me. You apologize after? Like, yeah. You know I was just like I was I was so weird in high school like I don't know why I did that like my bad because yeah it would make her feel bad for no reason because right. she's like did I do something wrong yeah like, and she what, would ask am me I being this... a shitty friend yeah and it was something so irrelevant that I would forget about it by the end of the day like I don't even know why I was mad but I would just pretend it was it was that's me like, like that's like petty bro yeah <laughs> like, because I'm, if someone yeah. did that to me I would get upset right. because it's like so I I do apologize about that that was oh I mean it's nice that you apologize like you you can't use you were self aware after so my number two is exercise not for aesthetics but for my actual health Mm, that's a good one so yeah so i used to be like a gym girly you know a couple Mm -hmm. years ago like i was super fit and i used to love i mean i still love weight weightlifting but i used to do it mostly for aesthetics like i used to bodybuild because i liked the way my body i wanted my body to look a certain way i wanted to show it off on instagram you know like the booty pictures and Mm -hmm. all that and so but now a couple years later i'm thinking i'm like i just enjoy exercise for the simple fact that i enjoy the way it makes me feel as opposed to like i'm trying to like reach that goal or try to look like i did before Mm-hmm. So now I just kind of like want to work out because it's good for me. I think that's a healthy way of looking. Yeah, I, I think everyone yeah. should. Because I was like super obsessed before. Yeah, and if you're doing it just solely like I want to look like this person or like I want to have this body type, you're gonna overwork yourself, and it's not healthy. I have never really been one to working out, but when I did, it was because I'm like, oh, I want to look skinnier. I want to be skinnier. I want to look like this person, and then I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm over there like like it's like I'm trying to do your workout, but it's like you you eat the right you, it's things. Not it's your- not for Everybody you has different body types different exactly yeah and it's like so if you're doing exactly what someone else is doing just so you can like that way it's never gonna work out also it's like really not yeah you know that's I mean? actually a really good like tip because some 
people look at Instagram influencers mm-hmm. and they think like, oh my God, I want to look like her. So I'm going to like buy their plan and their meal plan and workout plan and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it to the T and I'm going to look like them. And then they come out of it and, and you like, don't. I don't look like that. I mean, do you enjoy exercise? I know you went to Zumba today okay. in the morning. I've Can we like clap for Stephanie right now? Listen, because like, I don't, she deserves. No, I don't work out, work out, but I love Zumba because I, I love dancing and Zumba to me is so fun. I mean, I'm so glad that like, you know, you enjoy workout in yeah. some way. Yeah. Some people like laugh at Zumba. It's like, oh, it's just like for all these no. old ladies. But like the class that I go to and you know what? Who cares if it is like I like dancing. I've been going at these since I was like 15 or 16 mm. and I used to go religiously. I used to go I used to go with my mom, I think, to like one class and then I started going to two classes. So I would do one at like 6 p.m. and then I would do another one at 8 p.m. And then there were some days I would do three classes at once. And when I started doing it like three times a day it was more so like i want to feel skinny i want to look skinny but now mm-hmm. i just i do it because i enjoy dancing yeah like you you do it in moderation yeah now right? and now i don't even have time like that anymore so but yeah. i went and it's been like a few years since i went like to this specific person because he's the one i started going with since i was like 16 so it was like fun to get back into it and i'm literally just going i'm just enjoying my yeah, time i just know each other forever so yeah that's cool so okay. it's fun i tried getting emily to go with me but it's way too damn early she didn't want to go but you know what I will go one day with you. Like, I will for sure. Because I do like Zumba. I've been like twice and I really enjoyed it. It would be. It's fun. That's what I tell people. People, I'm like, unless you've tried it and then if you try it and it's not for you, then you can say like, oh, I don't like Zumba. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what's the point of it? But I feel like everyone should try it at least once because it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I used to want to go with somebody and I never Mm -hmm. had anybody to go with. When I have me, I want to take you, but I only go to the morning classes. That's all I have time for. I mean, 930. Realistically speaking, it's not too bad. It's not way too early, but it's just early for my schedule right now. And then once you get up and you get going, like, then you're energized. It's true. true, Yeah. Like, you, you just have to get up. You just get your day starting your day turns out better exactly when you work out earlier because you yeah. feel it like i feel so like oh my god i got so much done today and i didn't i just went to the zuma class and then like <laughs> but here i am recording the podcast you it's feel barely like, like noon right. but then you feel like you want to be more productive during the day exactly because if i was home i would just still be in bed probably just like on my phone but cool. yeah that zoom is probably the only thing i like doing Happy. you can like weight train me and then i'll take you with me to zumba so that'll be like same, your cardio and then same perfect Dude, we yes figured it out. Perfect. that's what we're gonna do perfect because like i me and cardio just you know we're not good so now we have the podcast that to hold us accountable so because cool. yeah. <laughs> are we really gonna do it i don't know but i hope so yeah we'll see it's the the thought the thought has began like it's it's, it's there it's there yeah. and we've already like vocalized it so i feel like we're right. moving up it's a step up right okay i've learned the life isn't fair and i know it's like a simple cliche one but honestly dude up to like a couple years ago i thought life was fair like i thought that everything that i deserved was gonna come to me i thought that like good if i did good things good things were gonna come all the time nothing Mm -hmm. could hurt me and i just thought i don't know maybe i was too sheltered or maybe i just was ignoring like the reality of things but i just thought no if you do good good things will happen bad things won't happen to you isn't that nice what a life what a life if it actually worked that way right yeah i think i was super in denial like for a while there it's crazy i don't know i think i just didn't yeah i think i was just like way too naive to be i I didn't want to believe that life was can actually be pretty shitty but it is and that and it sucks and it sucks to realize like damn you can be a really good person but bad things will still happen as true as that statement is like yes life isn't fair but at some point like 
if you're a good person good karma right. has to come to you yeah, like at some point yeah i still want to believe like i there's still that part of me that you know life can be good mm-hmm. you know because i think that since i started to believe life is unfair like people don't get justice a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and that kind of fucks with my head because i'm like if something happens to me how will i ever know that i'll get the justice i deserve like if i get murdered in the street and then Mm. the the murderer go like runs away they never catch him like you know but and that's sad but it's true yeah and I, mean, I believe that there's still good people out there and mm-hmm. good things can happen. You just have to be a good fucking person and it is what it is, you know. I do think there's not as many genuine good people. Yeah. Like if I had like if I really if it comes down to it, I think it's safe to say that there's more bad people than good people. I don't know, maybe that's yeah. not true. That's just how I see it though. Like there's when, so much evil in the world mm-hmm. that like there is so much evil. I guess it is just like I was in denial for so long and I just mm-hmm. It was up till like a couple years ago that I figured out, like, it just kind of came to me that I have to accept it. I have to accept that life isn't always fair. I think one day it just kind of clicked, I mm-hmm. think, from, like, seeing everything all around me. And I'm like, fuck, like, life really isn't fair. I'm just, I've, I've just been kind of blessed to not be in so many shitty situations. Mm-hmm. that's kind of how i started looking at it too because it was a point in time where i would complain about everything i'm like oh my god why is this happening to me like what did i do like why is the universe punishing me Mm -hmm. but i think what really helped my older sister told me just to she wasn't saying it in a way to like minimize my problems but she kind of to put it into perspective for me she was like people have it so much worse Mm -hmm. so much worse than you do so she was like this thing that you're like freaking out over like it's fine because for me like when when i was going through like my whole breakup thing i literally thought that was like the end for me i was like this Mm -hmm. is the end all be all and she was like no like people have gone through something so much worse and they're fine so she was like so you're gonna be fine it's kind of okay for you to cry about it and be upset about it but Mm -hmm. you don't dwell on it she was like you go out live your life make new hobbies like you just you know what i mean you have to see the good in life because Mm -hmm. otherwise then i'm just gonna be like life sucks life's not fair and then i'm just gonna be dwelling and be miserable the whole time that's not a way to live yeah like the key to those situations is like validating your feelings first and then Mm -hmm. thinking about the realistic realistically right like Like, it's not the worst thing realistically but i'm gonna be fine yeah but like you said you can cry about it you could be sad about it Mm -hmm. and then get up and live life exactly and then get up and then start over because Mm -hmm. that's all you can do yeah so yeah as much as you know we wish that life was fair it's not and you know good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people Mm -hmm. money management skills Mm -hmm. credit score like your credit score your man having money management skills matter so much luckily i've built like a good money management like skills as a kid Mm mm-hmm um so it was like so it came but it came to be the most important one of the most important lessons that i've learned in my 20s because like it's what's gonna set up my future when i when i'm ready to buy a house right or when i'm or if like i couldn't i probably couldn't have done without my savings like in nursing school for so long if i wouldn't have saved beforehand like if i would have just thrown all my money away and not save any money from all my jobs i probably would be in debt right now i think that's really important and that's not like why is there not at least in my school there wasn't a class about that no i feel there has to be a class about this because then like you come out and you 
I don't, I didn't know anything about taxes. I didn't know anything like right. about credit score. Like I knew of them, but I didn't know how to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do I build my credit? How how do I do this stuff responsibly? Yeah. And I didn't start building my credit until recently because all this time my parents were like, "No, don't don't get a credit card. Don't do this because right. you're just going to go yes. into like they just put that fear in you for no exactly. reason. Exactly. So I was scared. Yeah. And then what happened? I'm like 20, 21, 22 with no credit score. So then right. if I want to move out, how am I going to do that? If I want to buy a car, how am I going to do that? Yeah. I have no credit. You exactly. need credit to be able to do adult things. Right. Yes. So, yeah, like my parents were like that, too, where my mom would instill that fear in me for so long. Like, don't get a credit card. I got into debt. You're going to get into debt. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. You won't even notice that you're like swiping the card and everything. And it would be kind of like, well, I know that I have good management, money management skills, but I'm not you. Like, I'm not. How, who's to know that I am? I'm going to get in debt like you. Right. Did. Like, how's like they don't know if that's going to happen right, to you or not. Right. So, yeah. So I think I, I got my first credit card like at 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. And it's it was like me. It was that chase, and Jesse was the one that was like, you have to get one. Like, it's time for you to get one. And I was like, no, like, I'm going to get my son today. I don't know how to use a credit card. And then the guy was like, you have to get one right now. And there was just, like, peer pressure in me. But I'm glad that I went through it. But, I mean, it it was a good thing, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I went through it because it was the only way to build my credit score. Yeah, Like, me, where I'm at now, I wish I would have started sooner. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because it was the same thing. I was scared because I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get into debt because that's all my parents were telling me. And they were just like, no, no, you have to wait until you have, like, a stable, stable job pretty much, like, until you right. have a career. I'm like, well, I don't know when that's going to be. So am I just going to be, like, floating through the world, not having mm-hmm. credit? Like, Yeah, but the thing is, like, you would always spend money anyway. So why mm-hmm. not spend it through your credit card and pay it off like you always would? Because right? I like, would, because they scared me into no, like I didn't think yeah, I could do it because like, I was so scared. Yeah, but that's like the gist of it all is to have a credit card and responsibly. Yeah, that's the whole pay point. back whatever you're going to spend anyway. And if you're responsible and you just you know when the deadline is and you pay your you pay your bills on time, then that that's literally all it is to it yeah. is just paying your bills on time okay. and then making sure that you're not like maxing out your cards. Yeah, it's not like, that hard to do if yeah, you're responsible, right? Yeah, because, like, debt, like, debt scares the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine being, like, $50,000 no, in debt, dude. you know? Yeah, not in this world, not in this economy. <laughs> I think that's, like, an important tip for no matter how old you are. Yeah. No, I think that's really important. And I wish my parents would have, like, sat me down yes. and talked to me, like, like, how to do it responsibly. Yes. Like, teach me how to start building my credit score wow. responsibly instead of making me scared to start credit yeah because it it all comes down from like generate a generational thing like Mm -hmm. where they didn't learn how to manage their money they were like they were always in that poor mindset yeah like in that mindset where like i'm poor i could barely afford it we have to live paycheck to paycheck it's better for you like not to like either they got in debt or they didn't but either way like it's all that fear is into their kids yeah now like if it wasn't for my my sister was the one who was like you need to get like a credit card you need to get one now and Mm -hmm. so she was like i literally sat with her and like we applied for all these credit cards or whatever but yeah because if she hadn't told me i wouldn't have done it like i think i would have still been scared to do it now that i have it i'm like it's not it's not that difficult to be honest who's gonna teach you like who's gonna tell you like stephanie like it's time for you to get a credit card because nobody this, this, this and that you know yeah. If it was up to me, I don't even think I would have a credit card. No, same. Like, if it was up to my mom, she probably would have been like, yeah, it's good that you don't have a credit card. For real, I probably would have been 40 without a credit card because I was just so scared of, like, I'm going to get into debt and then what? I know. And imagine, like, us, like, in the future sitting down applying for a house or a car. How? They're going to be like, 
you don't have a credit score literally like, you're like 30 exactly <laughs> how like you there's just certain things that you can't do without right. a credit. like i remember um before we like lived in the house that we were living my ex and i we were like trying to move into like our own apartment or whatever and so we went to go look at one and at that point i wasn't working and i didn't have a credit score so it was just on him and then they weren't even like taking the financial aid i was getting from school because i was in school and i just felt so i was like oh my god like i felt so bad about it i'm like i have no credit right so i'm like i don't even like we didn't even i don't even think we bothered applying because it was like we're not gonna get it and i just felt like i was dragging him down because i'm like i'm an adult I should have these things, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you don't have a stable um, income, at least, like, have a credit score. <laughs> exactly, but I didn't have anything. I was kind of just there, like, wow. Like, he probably could have got the apartment if he was just, like, if it was just him. But that kind of made me feel bad. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to get a credit card. But then I, I didn't because I just backed out. I was like, yeah, oh, you know. Yeah, it just probably know, wasn't the right scary. time. Okay, so it's hard to change people. And most of the time, you won't. You have a decision, though. Respect it or get away from it. Wow. Yeah, that one's kind of deep. That one, like, really made me think. It was most... I think that one was just, like, when I was going through, like, with my dad, dad issues and stuff. That made Mm -hmm. me realize, like, yeah, he's never going to change. So, he's never going to be the dad that I want him to be or that I needed. Mm -hmm. So, my decision was to get away from him. To, like, cut him out of my life. And that was... Because that was going to give me the most peace. Because I was not going to respect it either. But how did that make you feel, like... I mean, did it take you a long time to accept that? Or, like, you know, you, you like, separated yourself from him, but then deep down you were still, like, you know. No, it took me, because he was living with us, so it was hard. It's, like, you know that saying where it says, out of of sight, out of mind? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, I needed him out, physically out of the house for Mm. me to finally have peace of mind. Right. So while he was here, it was kind of hard because I was trying to, like, get him out of my life but he was coming here every day i would see him every day um but so it took me a while to really accept the fact that he was not going to change for me because i thought like well he like uh, the love of the love of a dad the love of of a daughter should be strong enough for him to change his lifestyle his life habits Mm -hmm. that's what i thought in my mind but then i realized like no like it's it doesn't matter who it is He's never going to change. So I had to just accept that and move on with my life. Yeah, I think that saying like when it comes to parents is a little more difficult because, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it takes a lot more for you to just just the fact that like you gave like they they gave birth to you, you know, just the fact that they're your like, quote unquote, dad or quote unquote, mom doesn't mean that doesn't automatically make you a parent. There's so much more Mm -hmm. that goes into being a parent than just like the title of like, yeah you yeah. gave birth to me so you're my mom yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah because there there was it was it was pretty difficult like it was a tough choice like making the decision to finally cut him out mm-hmm. because you know as a daughter i don't want my dad to i don't want to completely cut out my dad like i would want my dad to be there in the most important times like my wedding or even my graduation but he just wasn't because he just i don't think that he was he was there in the most important moments so mm-hmm. why should he be there to celebrate for those important moments type of thing so you know it was again therapy was the one <laughs> shout out to therapy get me through those feelings because it was it was tough and that's interesting i think i kind of it was the same thing with my mom I, we've like briefly mentioned it before mm-hmm. but yeah it was kind of the same thing i think i i wasn't able to at least be open to the idea of like starting to 
have this like I guess relationship and I say that term very very loosely but I guess it didn't take me actually moving out of the apartment to be like to be open to the idea of like okay we can be cordial mm-hmm. or like okay you know mm-hmm. we can we can talk every now and then because before I mean I swore my life like if when I leave or if I did leave and this was me like in high school I was like I'm never gonna talk to my mom I'm just mm-hmm. gonna leave and that's it I'm just like gonna forget yeah about that whole thing which is not really realistic like you can't really do that or and it, and it sucks being like yeah that's what i wanted i just wanted to never talk to my mom again and mm-hmm. just like forget she existed right. but i think when i moved out it was kind of like i wasn't seeing her every day so all these problems that we were having just weren't as big of a deal mm-hmm. and i mean i i never really reached out to her she would call me every now and then and then and then we would talk or i would go like visit my brother every week so then we would kind of talk then and then yeah like we weren't arguing as much so I, it wasn't until i literally like left the apartment where i kind of started getting along with my mom okay but yeah i think so yeah like in your situation that there was still something there to be salvaged you know what i mean like there was still something there between you and your mom that you i think you guys maybe just it was better for you to be apart Mm -hmm. than together type Mm -hmm. of thing and once you guys were apart it was much better than before at least it yes it was better but i don't think it's like just because i mean what you were saying like you can't you can't change people especially when yeah. they've been a certain way for like like it's maybe the best it's gonna be like it's yeah like as, yeah i think how as, it is now is as good as it's gonna be you know she's still the same person she was when you know i was living there it's just now i'm not around it every day so i think i know how to like handle it better i know you know not to let it get under my skin but i think yeah you can't change people especially when they've been a certain way for like most of their life and when there are like so many unresolved issues that are just at this point it's it's kind of like a like it's like a dead end you're not going to get anywhere right if they haven't resolved the issues then or they're not willing to accept it it's not going to happen now in your okay so if we go according to the quote like according to so you would say that you your decision was to get away from it or respect it 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 has to be get away from it get away from it get away from it i don't think i could ever like respect it i think i can or maybe accept it like you even then i I can even then i can understand it and i think that's about it Uh, i can understand it and i like can sympathize with you about it but i I, to say that like i respect it or i accept it probably not because i at least to me i feel like if i were to sit here and say yeah i accept that that's who she is it's kind of me accepting all the things that she did or like all everything that happened and then just being like you know i accept it so it's okay Mm -hmm. and at least for me like i haven't gotten to the point where Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah but that's really big for you to say I at least understand it, you know, because a lot of I, I would say like maybe a lot of kids do not understand their parents and they're kind of like, like, why are they the way they are without really trying to understand why? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, it's difficult because that was me. I'm like, why? Why is all this happening? Like, why are you this way? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. You, like, we didn't do anything. So like, right. but again, that that only happened like i have to attribute that to me like actually not living there anymore not being around Mm -hmm. her like 24 7 all right my next one is travel as often as you can the memories lessons and experiences are a priceless investment i had that well i had like just going out and traveling and any any new experience i would say is like an investment for you for yourself like if i'm gonna go somewhere i don't really care like you know like I, I don't really mind that it's money that I'm gonna spend because it's 
it's it will be for my happiness for my memories in the future and also you have the money magic management skills right. so you're not right. just out there like Blowing recklessly up, yeah. just like throwing away your Ringing money on my credit card <laughs> i agree i mean i want to travel i haven't really traveled anywhere yeah. like i haven't done much you have but a lot of time to travel but i like i want to get into it and i want to travel and i want to like go explore because i mean there's the time to do it it's now yeah so all right so the next one is i deserve to be loved just the way i am and i am enough we love to hear that because mm-hmm. that is so true and i feel like it's so easy for you to not feel the same way mm-hmm. i feel like it's so easy for you to be like oh i don't deserve love like i need to change in order to be loved yeah. and that's so sad but and i think that's true yeah. for so many people and i really do believe in the quote that says you accept the love that you think you deserve because that just it's a reflection of how you see yourself your self-worth like if somebody's giving you like a shitty treatment and they're not treating you the way you deserve you really feel like you deserve to feel to feel treated like that what do you think yeah i mean i would have to agree i mean that was literally me so (laughs) so yeah i would agree it's and it sucks and it's a really bad feeling your standards you that's not something you ever have to compromise or that's Mm -hmm. not something you should ever have to compromise like and if people just say like oh you have high standards like yeah you do you should yeah yeah because it it might be a reflection how you see yourself like you know what you deserve aside from like relationships like right i was gonna say just in in general just in in life like okay talk to your inner child and tell them how much you love them tell them that they're safe protected and loved and give yourself the love that was missing i mean i still have to do that like i still have to kind of think about like the young like the five-year-old emily and just tell her that that she deserves like the attention that she didn't get or she deserves to feel loved and not ignored you know like all those feelings that I felt as a kid I tell myself you shouldn't have to feel that way anymore now I think about how I felt as a kid and then think about why I shouldn't feel that way anymore because I still like I I see I see some things that I went through as a kid and it still affects me now like I still feel that way like when somebody can easily make me feel small Mm. in situations because as a kid, I felt ignored. I felt like nobody really cared about me. No, really, nobody really paid attention to me. I felt like I was always super boring and nobody really wanted to get to know me type of thing. And now sometimes in situations, I feel that way still. And I just have to tell myself like, that's not true. It's still a battle. Like there's yeah. days where I don't, there's days, like I said, there's days where I feel like shitty. Like I feel like I feel bad about myself. I feel ugly. I feel fat. I feel like... Mm-hmm you know yeah but like do you feel like you have to give like the small stephanie love do you ever feel like you need like your inner child is still there sometimes like i've, I've like never it comes out i've or never thought about that to You've be honest i mean it. i'm very aware of all the issues i have stem from childhood yeah. i know that but like you never felt something happens and it triggers you like there's a trigger in you and it takes you back to man this is how i fucking felt like when i was like 10 i think like subconsciously yeah. like i'm like i'm sure mm-hmm. that it's happened but I, i've never like become aware that like oh that's that's what that is you know sometimes it's like super weird because i get like flashbacks or it's like ptsd or something Mm. i don't know that i just get flashbacks and i'm like in that moment and i feel that way again and it's like a horrible feeling because i just i feel like i'm that age again type of thing And, and how do you kind of like deal with that like how do you kind of when that happens what do you do to get yourself out of that or you know what i mean just uh, I just have to take a deep breath and move on like kind of 
like if it's not the right situation like if i I know i have to move on with my life i just have to keep it going but if it's like at home or something then i will just think about it and think about why i felt that way and just like like counteract those thoughts Mm -hmm. with something else um so the next one is learning to trust myself i don't know i just feel like i have this issue where i don't trust myself at all like if i'm making big life decisions or even small ones i i've never really asked myself like what do you think like what do i think about it Mm -hmm. like i i I always think about what what are they gonna think about that interesting like i I, feel like i'm the same way it's a people pleaser thing yeah where i i don't care about what i think first i care about what other people think first and then maybe i'll put myself last yeah i totally get you with that okay so yesterday i went to go buy a gold bracelet and even then like even like with the sizing like on my wrist Mm -hmm. i was i asked my sister and then i was like oh like like that's fine then my sister was like oh you're not gonna get like a little bit smaller and i'm like Oh yeah, you're right. Like a little right. bit smaller would look like like even something as small no, that as happens. buying a bracelet. Like yes. I have to have my sister being like, "Oh, does that look good?" Or like, "Is you this like should I get it at this size?" Yeah, from someone else other than yourself. And that definitely comes from right. people pleasing. So yes. I totally I get that. you. Like even the smallest decision to the biggest decision, yeah. I I can't make a decision like. So basically, it's like my life. You know what I mean? Like if it's big and small, like yeah. it means that. My whole life is based upon upon other people around me, mm-hmm. like their thoughts. What are they going to think about this? Yeah. Like I would have to get someone's input because I just feel like I, yeah, like I don't trust myself yeah. enough. Like, is this really a good decision? Right. I kind of need someone to be like, oh, you know what? Like it is to mm-hmm. then feel mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, this is the right decision. Yes. And it takes a lot of courage for you to say, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, I truly does. I like it already. I bought the bracelet already. If you don't like it, well, you know, I like it. Right. Like it doesn't <laughs> but matter. But honestly, like I'm not there yet. Like, i'm just not and and like maybe one day i will Mm -hmm. but i think it has a lot to do with being secure with yourself like and i think getting to that point where you really really don't care like wow i wish i was there right because that sounds so amazing literally it sounds like your life is just so much better i'm just like envisioning it and being like wow what a life where you just go and do whatever you want and actually truly don't care about what anybody else has to say because i I feel like in in some ways we are like that but not like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's very weird because it's like it's i don't know how to even explain it because yeah there are situations where i really don't give a fuck and maybe those situations is because i'm like tired mm-hmm. i'm tired like i don't i don't want to be asking people what they think about it like i just want to do it already yeah and, and maybe like, that's whatever, why do it. yeah right mm-hmm. but it, like it, i don't know there's there's all like i think 80 percent of my decisions is because i think about what other people think first like mm-hmm. my mom like i will ask my mom before i make a decision or you know jesse or my cousins like or my i even think about like i don't even ask them i just assume sometimes you think that also is more difficult for like latinas just because the way that we grew up and like you're not you're not mm-hmm. really allowed to like when you're growing up make, make decisions, decisions by yourself right. like you always have to either tell someone or everybody has an input so mm-hmm. you, you think it oh yeah Oh, 100 percent. I think like I think like in his Hispanic families where we're always like we've grown up with the thought of like family first. Right. You have to include your family in everything you do. Right. So you're not really allowed to be independent as adults now. And it's kind of like, fuck, I need to ask my mom. I need to like, you know, like Mm -hmm. even for small things, I would have to like 
like what do you think i should do with this or like with like oh i have like this much money should i buy it with this or should i buy it with that like it's just not <laughs> like it right. should it shouldn't be up to them it should be up to me but i think because we've grown up in kind of that that way it's hard to yeah. just do whatever you want yeah. and also because you know you grew up having to ask for permission for everything, everything. yeah so then now when you're old and you can't do things mm-hmm. without permission you still kind of i feel like that's kind of why we we ask for other people's opinion because yeah. it's or even like you know in a sense you're still kind of asking for permission like oh is it cool if i do this because mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm unsure right and 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 that that forms a lot of distrust with yourself right because i just feel like yeah. You, you feel like you're my gonna intuition make the wrong or like my decision right. is wrong your intuition yeah mm-hmm. and everybody has intuition like you have your own intuition where it's probably telling you what's gonna make you happy but you might not even go with that at the end of the day when right you, when you when you hear everybody else's exactly input. and then you're like oh you know what maybe you're right and maybe I'm, no like yeah. do what you want to do but but we get it because it's hard and we're still there like I we're know. trying i'm but like working on that like because it is a battle like it takes a lot of courage it does it really does it really does yeah and so you know hopefully ugh, i can't wait till the day that we're actually there like yeah dude. Like, i want to be 100 percent like ah, no fucks given dude be super sure about yourself yeah that'd be cool okay i guess the first one would be there's no clear path to adulthood mm-hmm. it's not linear it's right. like up and down, up and down, up and down. And there's so many because I think that for me was so hard when I went to college. We're gonna do a whole college episode, but I was like, I mean, I went to I went for criminal justice, and then I went for cosmetology, and then from cosmetology I went to nails, and then from nails I had to do like business for a little bit, and I just felt like I felt so lost. I felt yeah. like I'm doing this wrong because like how am I? You know, like like you said, it's not linear. I was going up and down, up and down, side to side, like. But then, I mean, eventually I got to where I am. Like, I got to nails. I didn't even know that was... I didn't even consider that was something I was going to want to do until I started doing it. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And, you know, I didn't go straight from high school to nails. It kind of just happened on these life circles. Like, I felt like I... It was an accident. I mean, I went into cosmetology just because I was like, I'm going to finish this program really quickly. And then at least it'll give my parents something like, okay, I have a certificate or something. Because I didn't didn't even know what I wanted to do. And then I took the first nail class and I was like, wow, this is kind of awesome and fun. Like, let me just transfer to nails. And even when I did transfer, I had people telling me like, no, don't transfer. Like, why are you going to transfer? And I I wasn't even sure about transferring, but I was like, you know what? Let me just try it. And I did it. Absolutely fell in love with it. And then now that's what I envisioned my life to be. You know, like that's what I want to do. And I get for some people, they know since they're little what they want to do and for other people you don't know and maybe down the line i'm gonna change my mind i'm gonna go back to criminal justice and like you know what i mean and and that's okay that's like totally fine everybody's life to change your mind like our minds like how boring would our life be if our mind from like birth we knew exactly what we wanted to do for the rest of our lives right exactly like sometimes like you have to you have to have you have to explore you, you have, have, have to, to go try different right. things and that's okay and someone might have their life figured out when they're 20 someone might figure it out when they're like 60 right. and it's fine because everyone's life like journey and you know the it's different mm-hmm. it's different that's why mm-hmm. it was like oh i'm so glad i was able to realize that yeah. and get to that point because and that made so me young feel, too because right imagine. because I, I feel guilty i was like yeah. oh my god like all i'm doing is nails like i felt that way because mm-hmm. i was just like 
you feel like it wasn't enough like it wasn't impressive because everybody else is probably getting like bachelors and this right and, and everyone and else was at a university and i was right. like and here i am taking an eight-week course doing nails right. like you know but it's but everyone's life is different everyone's you know everyone's calling is different and that's fine and it's fine that i didn't really know i wanted to do nails until i accidentally like took a class and then you know what i mean yeah like you kind of stumbled upon what you wanted to do like you just stumbled upon it like exactly that's exactly what happened yeah so and and i feel like also when it comes to like your life decisions like that i feel like you figure out who your true friends are too because a real friend isn't going to judge you because you're not doing this and this and that. Like, they're just going to accept and and support in what you want to do. Right. And that's a perfect segue to the next one, which is your friendships will change. Also, friendships cannot be forced. And sometimes friendships aren't meant to last forever. Yeah. And so and we did a whole episode on like bad, toxic friends. But I think that's such an important lesson. I think the older you get, the the um the smaller your circle gets yeah because the older you get the more you realize like who's really your friend and who's not your friend right. and yeah. who are the type of people that you want around you and who who aren't mm-hmm. yeah yeah because when i was like in high school i thought the more friends you had the cooler you were like the better your life will be like right the fun the funner your life would be like if you have like 20 friends oh my god i felt like the mm-hmm. shit you know yeah but it's like it's quality over quantity exactly <laughs> you want 20 friends that know nothing about right. you or like you know don't care about you or you want like three friends that like are that you know you can count on no matter what yes yeah and i think and they'll be there through all your life decisions like all like through the ups and downs and that's like beautiful exactly because when you come out of that like like it's 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 so it's so special mm-hmm. you know like i want friends that aren't afraid to tell me any because that's how you know like you're actually friends like if i'm being dumb you can call me out on being dumb mm-hmm. but like you know you're still gonna be there for me at the end of the day because right. i do that too like if i if i don't agree with something you're doing i mean i'll tell you but i'm gonna support you no matter what yeah yeah like i just i'm at the point in time where i just want genuine people around me people that i know no matter what have my back Mm -hmm. and people who know that i have their back no matter what so yeah like my circle can seem really small but but that's the way i like it and i feel like i've always been that way because even in high school i mean i pretty much still have the friend the same friends now Mm -hmm. but it was always like just a very small circle and also because i don't really not that i'm not trusting but I feel like to my friends, I'm kind of an open book and I don't I don't want to open up that way to just anybody. You know, like, I think that's like one of the first things I loved about you, like in Target mm-hmm. is because you like were just so open. Like you would just like I felt I felt like you could trust me. Like, I'll, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I felt like the trust was there almost like immediately because you were I was like, wow, like she's actually trusting me with this information. Right. And I don't do that often. That's why I told you, I feel like I have this not like sixth sense, but I feel like I'm kind of good at reading people. Mm -hmm. And that's why I felt like like there was just kind of this connection. That's why I felt like, oh, I can trust you and like we're cool and we can be friends Mm -hmm. because I'm not just going to go around, you know, to anybody. And so that's why i feel like it's really important to like choose your friends and like choose them wisely yes because also they can fuck you over mm-hmm. as we've talked about as we've mentioned <laughs> so that's like it's so important yeah. and also like and it's okay to outgrow people because sometimes you're just oh, yeah. at a different place like at a different that's point true. in time and there has to be no bad blood like you don't have to be friends with someone to wish them well that's true 
That's that's very, very true. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot grow people and that's okay because that happens because it's life. I'm at the point where, like, the friends I have now are hopefully the friends that I grow old with. Yeah, same. And that's very rare to find. It's very hard to find true friends nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so grateful for the friends that I have and the mm-hmm. circle that I have yes. because I know how hard it is. Yeah, same. Like, I think, like, all my experiences, I have been able to at least come out of there as bad or as good as it was with one true friend. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, nursing school, Target, like, my other jobs. Like, because high school was so shitty that out of there, I was like, I really hope I can find my true friends in my adulthood. Mm -hmm. Which I, you know, like you said, hopefully they stick to the end. Even beyond friendship, I think just in general, some people are meant to come into your life from a certain point and then they're just meant to leave. And then you it's take true. what you do from that experience and then you apply, you move on and, and that's it. True. And then you just yeah. live life. That's all you can really do. Like as long as if you guys really tried it out, you guys talked about it, it just wasn't working out. It mm-hmm. is what it is. I think another one, don't compare yourself to others. And I feel like, again, this is so hard mm-hmm. to do. But it's so important. Comparing is literally, like they say, the thief of joy. Yes. Because you are going to compare yourself to everyone who you think is better than you. And how what's that going to do to yourself? And that's just going to make you feel bad about yourself. And you're just going to be sulking. And then that's not a life to live. Like, that sucks. That's like. But Do I you think still feel like you compare yourself sometimes in in some ways. But because I, I was going to say even like career wise, like don't compare yourself oh, yeah, to others. For sure. For sure. Because that will be the end of you. And I still have that now. Like when I see like other nail techs, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, their work is so good. But also they've been in this industry for like so many years. You know, I'm still like, yeah, you can't compare I'm still yourself. getting into it. And yeah, I have. And I've improved so much from when I first started. And that's I think that's what's helped me i've gone back and looked at pictures and been like oh my god you know like i've gotten so much better yes yeah like from my 10 hour appointments with you exactly to now and even like the designs and i know that there's i can still get so much better right but i think i think you're super talented i think that like whatever like because like you said you love nails and it shows Mm -hmm. because you put it into your work like it, it just shows like you're you're super creative with your your nails Mm -hmm. it's crazy like well that means a lot because i feel like when i first started i was so hard on myself and i think that goes hand in hand and i was like and i would tell you i was like girl you've been how long have you been practicing you were like three months and i'm like well yeah like three months is nothing this is why like comparing yourself to others is so hard because when i first started i was comparing myself to people who literally have been doing nails like 30 plus years years. of course i'm not gonna be at the same level clearly like they have so much more experience on me right but and i think that's so Im- that's so important really you just have to now i don't look at i i like you know i look at their work and i'm like wow that's so pretty but i'm like oh i would i don't i don't i try my hardest not to compare myself to mm-hmm. others i'm just like you know what what can i do to get to that point yeah yeah let me practice more let me like work on my lines you know what I mean? mm-hmm. instead of being like oh they're so much better than me and i, I suck. can't do this like i'll never be able to be like them exactly yeah obviously i still compare myself to a lot of people no yeah i, I feel I like try. it's human nature to yeah some, like it's so hard like, not it just to do it comes it just comes naturally it just comes, sometimes dude like i'm like dude <laughs> 
I was like, I thought we worked through this already, but no, you know, and especially like I'm going through a life transition right now where I'm getting into the field of nursing Mm -hmm. and it's like, I can't compare myself to someone else who probably has a weight like years on me. Right. Or I can compare myself to someone who's younger than me and they just knew they wanted to do nursing right away. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work out that way. It's just I am who I am and I'm learning on the way there. That's what I was going to ask you. How was it being in nursing school? Did you have that a lot? Like oh, you yeah. comparing yourself to other oh, people? Yeah, for sure. Because I felt like other people in my class were smarter than me. They had more knowledge and I was like, how they had more experience before. Like they, they were working on hospitals mm-hmm. before and I was like working at Target. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, fuck, right, like they yeah. have way more medical experience than I do. And I still like think about it like that. Like I'm like, fuck, like they, like we graduated at the same time, but they just seem so much more smarter than me. But at the end of the day, it's like, like I tell myself, there's nothing I cannot learn. I can learn anything I want. Right. If you really wanted to, yeah. you can do There's nothing I can't learn. Like as yeah. long as you teach me, as long as I learn it, I practice it, I'm good. Like I can do this. Yeah. And it's like and I mean and that you're into to everything. You're, you're what makes like who's to say that they're more deserving to be in nursing school than you do? Nobody. Right, you know, right. it's just your self deprecating thoughts. Yeah. But like like you said, maybe they, you know, they have all that experience and, you know, like you worked at Target, but you're both still in nursing school. Exactly. And maybe, yeah, they took the straighter path. But like back to what we were saying, nobody, there's no specific path you have to take to get yes. to where you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no yeah, point in comparing are, yourself to, to other people. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard not to yeah. do that. But, you know. And it goes back to like the thing where we're talking about, like, you are enough. Exactly. You're enough. The next one I have is mental health is important. People are more willing. People are talking about it more, which I think has really helped because before I feel like everyone was like having if you were having these issues, you didn't really want to talk about it because you're like, oh, people are going to see me in this way or people are going to think it's crazy how recent like there was a I feel like there was a negative connotation attached to like talking about your mental health problems. Like in Hispanic family, it was like, estás loca. Oh yeah, aburrida. No tienes nada que hacer en la casa. Literally, I told my mom about my anxiety. She was like, well, don't worry. She's like, well, stop, stop stressing out. And I'm like, ah, if only it was that easy. You think it was like a switch. I wouldn't have turned right. it off a long time ago. Yeah. And nobody likes stressing out for fun. Right. And it's like one of those things where because you can't see it, no lo puede ver. Right. So how are they going to, you know, they don't believe it mm-hmm. because it's in here. Like it's in your brain. So and, and it's crazy to me how recent mental health has been accepted. Like yes. literally a couple years ago, a mm-hmm. couple years ago. And we've been like. And how long have we been dealing with mental issues? Like right. since we were young. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to think that like up until our adulthood that we finally can talk about it freely. We like, were never really able to talk about it when we were kids. Exactly. Like even me saying like I have anxiety or telling my sister like I want to start going to therapy. I didn't want to tell them for the longest mm-hmm. time because I thought they were going to make fun of me. They're going to be like, oh, what do you need therapy yeah. therapy for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just get up and go clean. Get right. up and go run. Yeah. Like don't stress out. Like yeah. nothing's going to happen. Like ch- just chill. Yeah. And I let me tell you, oh, my that would frustrate me so much when they'd be like, just calm down. Just stop mm-hmm. worrying about it. Just stop stressing about it. Because I'm like, you don't understand how I'm feeling inside. Right. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you. Like, I wouldn't wish my anxiety upon anybody else because I know how like how how bad it is. But uh, like, I would just feel like I just want you to be me for a day so you can see how much anxiety i have i'm like you can go to the movies and you can go to the market you can walk to the liquor store and you're fine not me i have so much anxiety like i 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it makes it so hard it stops for me to you just from, do basic things yes, in life. Yes, it stops you from doing a lot of things and enjoying your life. Mm-hmm. The fact that we, like, sometimes I I don't even want to go out and pump gas. I don't even want to go to Target. Exactly. Because I'm scared. Like, I'm me too. scared. And, it, and that's mm-hmm. fucked up. That's fucked up, dude. Like, and then, like, you're also scared of telling people because then people are just going to make fun of you or just think you're being dramatic or, you know, like, yeah. again, just calm down. Yeah. Just calm yeah. down, dude. Nothing's gonna happen. You can't say you're depressed yeah. and that's why you're in bed. No, you're in yeah. bed because you're lazy. No tienes nada por qué deprimirte. Exactly. Tienes, tienes, tienes comida en la casa. Uh, it, God. It's tienes like, donde dormir. Uh, you're Esta, tienes una, me right now. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, that's, that's all you grew up hearing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, how are you going to come out and like... Yeah. And also, you don't want to tell them because they're not taking it seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do, like, remember particular situations when I was, like, 13 years old. And I finally, like, came out and told my mom, like, mom, like, I'm depressed. I feel like I want to, like, do something to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. And she went and, you know, obviously she was super worried. She went to go talk to all of my tias about it. And all of my tias are calling me up telling me like let me talk to emily let me talk i need to figure out why she's depressed let, mm-hmm. let me see like let me figure it out they asked me like a bunch of questions and it was it was literally like a five minute conversation and it was like so why are you depressed so how are you feeling so why do you and because i would start laughing at certain situations mm-hmm. they would be like oh no she's okay she's not depressed don't worry about it like they would tell my mom like don't worry about her like she's not depressed wow. she was laughing with me on the, on the phone i was like obviously i'm not comfortable talking to you about right. it and people so, laugh and when they're uncomfortable that's like my defense mechanism sometimes that, i'm laughing about people do that yeah so it was like that's that's fucked up to tell a kid you're not depressed because yeah. you're laughing about it mm-hmm. like that's not true and so. that just goes to show like there's so much for someone who's like actually like feeling depressed and having those thoughts it's not easy for you to just come out and say like oh it's because right. of this this and this and i'm feeling this way and half the time you don't even know why you're feeling that way you don't like you haven't even like realized this so how do they expect you to to explain it when you don't even understand exactly. yourself exactly i had no idea how to explain my feelings out and they mm-hmm. wanted a reason so bad and i didn't have a reason for them i just felt the way i felt and, and I didn't know why. And going to therapy is fine. Like, oh, going yeah. to counseling is fine. I love therapy, man. My mom, in all throughout school, like, if you wanted to see the counselor, like, you had to have your parents' permission. Okay, my mom always said no. Always said no. We were never allowed to talk oh to anyone. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it's like, I can't talk to the counselors. I, you I'm not going to talk no to my op- friends because my friends right. are, like, 12, and they don't understand. <laughs> like, I <laughs> like don't know how to going to be giving advice to each exactly. other. Exactly. Like, they don't know how to help me, and then I can't even talk to my parents, and I'm, like, scared of my older sister, so who am I going to talk to? Nobody. Yeah. And that's why I just keep everything in, and then they wonder, like, oh, my God, why do you have all these, like, outbursts? Because that's what would happen. I wouldn't tell anybody I was feeling this way or I was, like, so stressed out like the smallest thing someone would say and i would go off and then they'd be like oh my god like why do you have such a bad attitude Mm -hmm. and it's like no it's not that it's just that like i don't know how to express my feelings Mm -hmm. and i'm feeling this way and i can't tell you guys because you guys don't understand Mm -hmm. so then i'm like having this breakout and it's not coming from it's not coming randomly you know what i mean it's not coming out of nowhere it's coming from like i've kept it in so long that i just you like know? you say, you don't know how to communicate those feelings because nobody's listening to you. Exactly. So then I just blow up and everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, like, what happened to you? Like, oh, it's just Stephanie. I don't know why Stephanie's that way. It didn't take my because I feel now my family, they get it. 
but it didn't take me getting a panic attack at work and having to go to the hospital for them to understand like she has anxiety and it's and it's one of those things where they they assume you're okay because they're okay because they don't get those anxious feelings they don't Mm -hmm. really it doesn't really come out the way it comes out for you right so they just assume that you're the same way because what they would tell me is like oh well we get anxious too i'm like no but you don't understand the level of anxious that you get to the way i get yeah and it's the thing like they don't see the mental health issues so they assume it's not there and that sometimes there has to be like a cry for help type of thing but it shouldn't even get that far and i guess i guess the last one is just like enjoy Mm -hmm. life one thing that i have most recently learned as well is celebrate everything yes and i think that ties into yours as well because life is too short and you just have to enjoy it and mm-hmm. celebrate it celebrate even if it's like the smallest things that you think are not worth it it's worth it you know it's funny that you mentioned that because like when I, I just got my associate's degree I think in like December or something and then they didn't come in the mail until like recently like early this year and then when I opened it everyone was like oh my god like you graduated like because I didn't tell anybody because I just I don't know I guess I kind of felt embarrassed I kind of felt like it's, it's just, just an, associate. an associates it's not that big a deal mm-hmm. and then everyone was looking at it like oh my god and then they were just like well you know some people don't even have that so like of course it's an accomplishment but i just felt and like you are a college graduate but i just felt like all my friends are graduating from university with bachelors and i just got an associates like i'm not gonna lie like that made me feel bad mm-hmm. like i i felt bad about myself so i was like i didn't want i didn't tell anybody i didn't want to celebrate it and then my mom was all like oh like let's make a comida like everyone and my grandma was like yeah my sisters were like yeah and i just i said no because i was like oh no really no and that goes back to the comparing yourself thing yeah like exactly you were compar- that's the reason you see like why we try it, this is it's literally like a two like one step forward two steps back kind yeah. of thing yeah and it's that's imagine like that's the exact reason why you didn't celebrate that and it was worth of celebrating it doesn't matter like they're getting Mm -hmm. bachelor's master's what the fuck like you are a college graduate you graduate you earned that degree Mm -hmm. so therefore and your family was super happy about it you know yeah but i was kind of just like i even told him like stop making a big deal like it's not a big deal like it's just an associates but yeah i mean i don't regret not celebrating it like it is what it is like you know but yeah i agree sometimes even the smallest things like it's an accomplishment so like why not celebrate it yeah yeah. like what what would have been the harm done like had my grandma just made a carne asada and everyone like got together mm-hmm. it's like oh you know i got my associates like nothing but i was just in my head like it's a state of mind to like the fact that you didn't feel proud of yourself yeah which kind of sucks because i mean like for me i i contemplated months before my graduation whether i should even celebrate the fact that i was gonna graduate from nursing school because i really thought, yeah because i thought like like you said it's an associate in nursing like it's is i didn't get a bsn you right know? yeah um so it was it was it was like um like i it was i was with my inner demons like i was just like contemplating like should should it be worth even celebrating but then i was like you know what fuck it like but it why is. the fuck like, shouldn't i is. why exactly. the fuck shouldn't i dude it doesn't matter where i graduated from. like i was also embarrassed of where i graduated from because i didn't go to a prestige university like my other peers did yeah me too like i don't want to be like i got an associates from snc like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that but it's just like these thoughts that you have that it's like oh and 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 it also like goes back from high school like everybody told me why are you going to community college Mm -hmm. like if i should be embarrassed of that the fact that i i why didn't you go to a university 
Yeah. You know? But college is college. And again, everyone takes different routes. Like, right. And yeah. college is college. Like, yeah. And it is what it is. Like, I I worked for it. So, therefore, I'm going to celebrate it. Right. No, and you did. And it was fun. Think. And it was a good time. Yeah. It was a yeah, good time. I had, like, such a blast. Yeah. And, and it made me think, like, wow, this is really fun. Like, I should do this more often. Like, I should celebrate things more often. Right. I used to hate celebrating my birthday. Like, mm-hmm. I never celebrated it. You are in control of your life at the end of the day. So if you don't yes, like something, that's you a perfect have to way to change it. It's a perfect way to end it. Like you are in control of your life. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess that's it. Like that's where we will leave it off for yeah. today. So okay. I hope you guys enjoyed. I actually really enjoyed this one. I did. I too. feel like this it was, was a, a much one. needed therapy mm-hmm. session. Like, but with that being said, this is where we will leave it off. So um, I guess till next time. Yeah. Okay. Till see next time. You. Bye. Bye.